0: Welcome back to Off the Wall with Matt Wall. Episode two focuses on business entrepreneur Scott Lorsch, founder and president of Perfect Dimensions. While he's revolutionizing the real estate industry today, just over a year ago, he quit his job in sales because he wasn't happy. That was just after he made the biggest sale in the history of the company he was working for. Well, I'll let Scott
1: tell the story. So. Let's see, I left Nextiva a year ago, February, and reason for that was I wasn't happy. Um, I really didn't get the appreciation I wish I did. Uh, I had an awesome manager, Kelly Boyle, great guy. Um, I'm still in contact with him today, and it, it really was a great experience. The, the problem I had was I'd go to work, and I, I wasn't happy. Um, I came home one day, and my mom said to me, she's like, you hate your job and you come home and you're angry and you should quit. And I thought about it and I was wanting to quit and it was kind of like, okay, when your mom tells you (laughs) you need to quit your job, uh, you should start thinking about it. So uh, I ended up getting a promotion. I had actually applied for the promotion before my mom had presented this and I I wanted I kind of knew what was going to happen with the promotion. So it was going to be a pay increase. It was going to be I mean, decent stuff, but there wasn't a potential growth for me. So I was going to be stuck doing demos for people who are going to be making more money than I was with really no vision of making more money. And so I got the promotion and they said, what do you think? And I was like, give me a week, (laughs) Uh, went on vacation, came back and uh, declined it and quit. Um, so talk about a whammy, uh, didn't know what I was going to do. Boss said, you know, Hey, what, what was the reason I told him just wasn't happy. Didn't feel like I could go where I wanted to go. So when you quit your job and you have no idea what you want to do when you grow up, you kind of sit there and think, Oh (laughs) shit, what did I just do? But also the greatest part was when you're working nine to five, um, you know, you, you lose this ability to be creative. And one of the things, and I even noticed this uh, with a lot of the, you know, with working with Swift, with other organizations, uh, my creativity kind of was constricted because you're going to work from nine, you get done at five and you're tired and you don't want to do anything. And so all of a sudden I quit and like these ideas started rushing through my brain. I was having the most ideas I've ever had, um, just doing normal things of driving and whatever. So... I started to think, okay, what do I want to do? And one of the things that I really wanted to do was start an Airbnb. Um, I had stayed in a really crappy Airbnb going to Disneyland. And I was like, how does this guy get $200 a night for me? And this place is a shithole. It was bad. The bed was uncomfortable. There was nothing in the fridge. The internet, I think was like five megabytes. Uh, We were trying to, I think we were trying to watch YouTube videos. And the YouTube videos wouldn't load. You know you have a problem when Google servers can't push out the video well enough for you to watch the stupid video. So I started researching it and I came upon the Matterport camera, the 3D tours. And one of the things that really struck with me was you could actually view the home and experience it and... I had never seen some of these homes, and I knew what they look like. You know, you feel like you've been there before. It's kind of that (laughs) deja vu feeling. Sure. So, started researching into that. Found out how easy it was to really utilize the software. How you know, I'm a tech guy. Um, I'm by no means a artist by trade, but the technology was all this. um, I mean, it was just technology. It was put the camera down, let it spin its head and scan but you know then being smart enough to know what to do with after so went started doing that um you know had a little bit of help from my parents and said i would like to do this and my dad said sure uh and my mom was very happy that i quit my job so she was all for it and now uh, a year and two three no year two months later i'm here and uh still standing (laughs) so scott you quit your job You don't know what's going to come up
0: next in life. You find out this Airbnb thing. And that, of course, leads to Perfect Dimensions. So if you can tell us a little bit about what Perfect Dimensions is as a company and how you came about that venture. Obviously, you explained a little bit about the camera. But what exactly is Perfect Dimensions to those of us who don't know what it is?
1: So Perfect Dimensions is 100% the... we're, We're trying to move the real estate industry into the future. Right now, the real estate industry... Like a lot of big industries, is very old. Um, you have, I mean, there's people who were around when and were selling homes when you had to bring a giant book that was the multiple listing service to your customer to show them the houses available, and you got a new one every month. Now you can, you know, people go on Zillow, people go on all these different sites to find houses. You can rent a house on Facebook. Yeah, so we're trying to move that forward, trying to get people to the new age technology. And so using the 3D camera, we're able to really give people this ability to showcase homes like never before. I mean, you and I both know that if it's on the internet, it's going to be a lot more accessible to us. You and I are not going to um, the grocery store and looking in the newspaper for home. Um, so, you know, when people are like, "Oh, well, it's expensive," or "Oh, well, who's going to use it?" We're the ones who are going to use it. We're the ones who are slowly starting to buy homes. The average home buyer is 32. So, really, the the start of the company was really trying to push this technology and really get people to utilize it. Um, we've gone back and forth with a lot of different things. Of added drone services, had still photography. Um, now we're kind of moving away from the still photography and trying to use that as more referral business. So you know, the company started one way, has really changed, I think one of the biggest terms that I learned in uh, college, and it's really funny because my dad hates this term, but it's it's true. Uh, you have to pivot. You know, one day this is working, this is great, And then you got to change. So growing up, our parents always teach us to think
0: on our feet, come up with solutions very quickly, it sounds a little bit like pivoting and uh, being an entrepreneur isn't always sunshine and rainbows, is it?
1: No. No, not at all. Uh, I have had multiple days where I've wanted to shut the company down. Um, and that's not to say that it was. I wanted to shut the company down because it wasn't successful. It was because I wasn't happy. You know, you, you quit your job because you want to be happy. And then all of a sudden, you're doing stuff and you're not happy. So it's like, what do I do? What do I do? So um, actually, December, this past December was a, a huge turning point. So I said to myself, so let's, let's go back a little bit to the beginning of the business part. When you start, you know, when, you, when you're working for a company, a lot of people don't realize when you're working a 9 to 5 at, let's say, Yelp or Nextiva, um, you're given leads. You're given things to do. They have stuff. When you start out, you have nothing. Nothing. So, you know the first I and I will be the first to admit I had a few days sitting in that office right there, and I did nothing. Um, and I stared at a screen because what are you supposed to do? You know, you're hoping that the phone will start ringing because you're a good guy. Um, and so. I, I was dealing with a lot of realtors and um, it was it was tough because a lot of them were a lot older. A lot of them did not see my vision and I wasn't clearly articulating it. Um, I was having trouble with the still photography and so I said to myself, okay, what's going to make you happy? What What would make this a better job? And I said, all right, I need to focus on different businesses besides realtors. And I need to figure out that business. And so I started focusing a little bit more on Airbnbs and I actually was introduced to a company called Book My Vacay. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was a huge game changer for me because I was able to use the technology the way I saw it fit, where I could scan the houses and they do short-term rentals and they're able to showcase how awesome their homes are and actually have told me they've gotten additional bookings for places that normally don't get booked because customers now can see the home. Because as much as photos can do their job, they don't always show you what the house looks like in true light. Sure. And that's where it started to change. But I've had days where um, a customer told me she could find better for cheaper. Um, probably one of the worst emails I ever got. I I was so pissed that entire day. I, I almost couldn't work. Um, I've had days where they've been amazing and, you know, did a fantastic shoot. So you have really ups and downs. I think that the end of the day that keeps me going Mm -hmm. is, is really this new vision I have of putting everything into the future. Putting that framework of I can make, I can change an industry. That, that part drives me every day. Um, And so, you know, I've got now a new employee, Slade, who's helping me out with pushing that forward and really going. And, you know, we'll we'll probably have some bumpy days.
0: Most entrepreneurs have business role models, and Scott is really no different. His biggest role model is his dad, David, who founded DBL Distributing and sold his consumer electronics business for millions of dollars. He also mentions Gary Vaynerchuk. One of the most well-connected and well-known entrepreneurs in the entire world.
1: we mentioned, my dad, a very big role model for me. Um, I share an office space with him. He truly has given me the tools and the know-how to do a lot of the stuff I do. Um, I argue with him 90% of the time. Uh, whether or not he's correct, You know, I'll give it to him most of the time. But... Uh, he, he really has taught me a lot. You know, taught me what it really means to take care of the customer, what it means to work hard, what it really means to take risks. Uh, you know, uh, one of the funniest questions uh, or ideas. So when you first start out, you're like, oh, crap. We need soap for the bathroom. It's $15 for like four soap things. And you're like, damn, that's a lot. And then you start going through the stuff and you're like, oh, man, we need a new camera stand. That's $50. Damn, that's a lot. Mm. And then you keep going and you're like, oh, no, I need to do payroll services.
0: That's a lot. Oh, this
1: payroll is $1,000. That's a lot. And, you know, I used to ask him, I go, should I get it? And he goes, do you need it for the company? I go, yeah. He goes, so why are you asking? (laughs) (laughs) And... You know, it's little things like that that you don't think about, and he's really helped me with. Um, And another huge role model, which uh, is more on the millennial side of me, you know, my dad's the old school guy who uh, has written business deals on a napkin, Um, and the other side of me is the the whole technology side, Uh, a guy by the name of Gary Vaynerchuk, Mm -hmm. and huge influence for me because he's, you know, as he says, a no bullshit guy. Uh, what, what scares me is I, I've listened to probably probably a hundred hours of him, and I still cannot find any faults in the guy. And um, you know, I'm trying to figure out, okay, this guy preaches being a good person, mm-hmm. working your butt off,, yeah. taking care of your family, Doing what you love, and you would think at some point there's got to be like a catch twenty two. Just kidding. He cheats on his wife, and uh, you know he punched somebody in the face. No, the guy has nothing, and that's what I love is I'm like, all right, there are people that are good out there, Um, and you know I listen to probably a video of his every day um, because every day he has something that I find of like, okay, I got to push forward. I got to keep doing better. I've got to change this up because right now, you know, as soon when you own your own business, as soon as you stop, you're screwed. You you as soon as you accept that you've lost the game, you've lost. Um, There's no coming back from it.
0: I first met Scott at Camp Swift, a nonprofit organization that provides a summer residential camp experience for inner-city Phoenix youth. Scott recently celebrated his 11th year anniversary, volunteering with the Swift Youth Foundation, and has made it his mission to give back to his community.
1: Camp Swift was one of those weird things that I didn't really understand in uh, high school. So freshman year, no one really ever told me about it, so I didn't go the summer after my first year of high school, um, which I still regret and wish I had gone earlier, but great things happened because I did. (laughs) Um, And I remember that first year, one of the kids... Uh, he was kind of having some issues and one of the social workers was like, do you want to sit down with just you, me and him and kind of see what's going on? I was like, sure. And he starts to, and I think the kid was 10 and he goes, yeah. Um, I started smoking when I was seven and quit when I was nine. And I was like, wait, what? Like, this is not something I understood that. kid would even think to start smoking at seven you know i i never was exposed to that and i started to realize that swift was a lot more than just okay you bring these kids up you're you're really you're you're changing their lives you're giving them a look at what it could be um what things you know should be and i i remember at the end uh he gave me his hat and you know as people know, with Camp Swift kids, like their hat is you know more valuable than, you know, I they would give their they give like a kidney away before they give their hats. Sure. And I still have the kids hat in uh, my room, and that was that was the turning point. That was really when I realized what I was doing. Um, and so over the years, Swift has become very pivotal in our lives. Um, I I made sure that anytime we had old clothes, we donated to Swift. Uh, my sister started doing uh swift as a counselor and then was on their board for a little bit i became on the big boy board um at one <laughs> point uh and you know got my parents really involved because they saw what it did now what the flip side what swift you know everybody knows okay we're helping the kids but one of the things that i think a lot of people miss is swift is also there to help the volunteers. Um, part of their mission statement, and I don't know the newest mission statement by heart, but to an extent it talks about, you know, really showing high schoolers a different perspective in a different world. And that was really a change for me, as well as the ability to be in a, be treated as an adult when you're only 15, 16. Um, no organization says at 15 you are now caretakers for kids four to six years younger than you like that's crazy and you're with them all the time and you i mean they listen to you um or go and run this activity here's five minutes um so for <laughs> me it gave me the ability to develop my leadership skills mm-hmm. um i got to be a unit head i got to lead programs with uh, 50 to 100 people and learn those skills um, I got my first job because of Swift um, I owe a lot to Swift for that so I think I'm totally off uh part of the question no, but
0: you, f- you got your first job because of Swift I don't I mean, know this story so oh I'm really have to share it very quickly
1: um yeah I I had it was uh what was the theme it was some sort of I world, was dressed up as camp. a no. I was dressed as a wizard. I do not remember what we were. I don't know. I want. Oh, I think it was Alice in Wonderland. No, not Alice in Wonderland. Um, Harry Potter. Follow the yellow brick road one way. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. And I was the wizard, and I stood up on a chair for an hour pretending to be a wizard. And uh, one of the guys, his name is Scott, was there, and he's like if this guy can stand up on a chair and pretend to be a wizard for an hour, he should probably work for us. And so that's how I got my first job. (laughs) Um, Nailed the job interview. (laughs) So, you know, uh, my, my second, well, no, my second job wasn't really for that, but I mean, you know, to be able to say your first job is because you got to be you at an organization that helps kids out. Mm -hmm. I mean, those that statement does not exist in a lot of organizations, and if anything, my hope and dream is that slowly but surely, Swift will be so impactful that they're bringing every year more and more kids to camp, more and more kids are going to graduating in college, living their dreams, um, and really benefiting it from it, and then. For the high schoolers out here, you know, when they come home and they can tell their parents that they're grateful for everything they've done, um, I mean, let's be real. A lot of the the kids that go there are very fortunate. They don't have to worry about where their meals are from. They don't have to, uh, they have a very supportive family. So to have them be grateful for that because they see this polar opposite is is huge. Um, And, you know, gratitude is I think one of those pivotal things that if you want to be a successful person, you, you really have to hone in on.
0: Many people worry about what others think of them, and Scott is not that way. He shared with me how important it is to be yourself and to not let other people get you down.
1: You have to be you. You have to enjoy what makes you awesome. And what I learned is I really like to be loud. I <laughs> really like to do kind of things that are out there and different um, you know when you go to a networking meeting with 43 quote-unquote adult individuals um, I say quote-unquote because I don't know if someday they're always adults but you go with these people and you're wearing a superhero cape and mask that was ten dollars at Walmart you you have to you know what, what was my goal my goal was I wanted to you know make sure people remembered me. I want to make sure that this was awesome. And I was like, this is super funny. (laughs) This is really funny. Um, I guess...
0: Not many people can say that they wore a superhero cape to their first networking meeting.
1: No. You know what it is? I, I love Scott. I love who I am. I love my energy. And when I'm not me, I have experienced a lot of, um, wouldn't say depression, but I don't feel good, mm-hmm. I don't feel great. And when I kind of, I don't remember the moment, but I do remember the the switch of, I have to just be me. And it really, what's even cooler with that is, through business, I've learned how to be authentic and real and true. Um, I think one of the hardest parts of business is who is really authentic and who yeah. just wants your money. Absolutely. And when I really took grasp of, I have to be me and be that person, you can tell when there's customers that will be customers for life because they're like, this guy is legit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the one thing nobody, nobody will ever say like, oh, Scott wouldn't do that. No, they know Scott would. I mean, I rolled around on a pile of money last week. Yeah, I think it was last week. Um, <clears throat> the One of the guys was like, hey, can I use you for my commercial? And I was like, sure. Because you don't have to do this, but I'm going to give you some money and I want you to throw it up in the air <laughs> oh and roll around in it. I was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's you. And everybody remembers the commercial, you know, it helped him out. It helped me out. Why not?
0: Um, so let's, let's go a little bit of a different direction. And I think there's so many people that are out there, they're entrepreneurs um, and they've seen that you've had some success. So what would you tell those people who are just about to start as an entrepreneur? They're just about to maybe do do what your mom said. Quit your job. Don't do it. Don't do it. Whatever
1: you're doing, (laughs) don't do it. It's stupid. It's really, it's the worst thing you can ever do. But if you do decide to do it because you're an idiot like me, number one, figure out what you're passionate about. Figure out what you love because you're going to spend every day doing this. If you don't love it, don't do it. Don't bother. Don't even think about it. If you have no idea what you want to do, try a bunch of things. Try it. If you, uh, the greatest line ever is Gary Vee. You could fail every day throughout your 20s and still be successful. Yep. There's so much you can do. I hate the statement of, oh, well, somebody else is doing it or they do it better or, you know, I'm not sure if I should do this. Just do it. I mean, I've wasted hundreds of dollars trying things, (laughs) but I know they don't work. I know they aren't good. I mean, I would have never, ever found out that I love real estate if I didn't go into uh, trying to find out about an Airbnb. And you know what? I could have gone into it and said, this isn't right. I hate this. But I found out I loved it. You know, I love having an Airbnb. I love the hospitality um, world for short-term rentals because it, it's amazing to me that you can, um, you know, create such an awesome environment for somebody. And so if you're starting out, figure out what you love. Um, fig- once you find out, be the best in the world at it. There's a book called From Good to Great and it tr- it's true. You need to be the best in the world at it. Nobody else can be better than you at that one specific thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then work your ass off. If you don't know what that means, just start doing anything, anything. <laughs> like, really. So start recording. Start saying, "Hey, I'm a business owner." And I had as soon as you decide you're a business owner, you're a business owner.
0: For sure.
1: Get an LLC. Make sure it's legit. But tell people what you're doing. Wake up in the morning and you know re- record yourself and say, ha, "I don't want to go to work." Why don't I want to go to work and see if somebody says something, you know, maybe somebody's going to say, well, yeah, you don't want to go to work because you don't like what you're doing. And then all of a sudden you now know, all right, back to the drawing board. Or somebody says, I know it's really tough waking up in the morning. Why don't you try and say three things you're grateful for? And you get more energy. Once again, if you're, if you're going to start something, don't do it. Don't do it. It's really stupid. Um, It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. But if you really want to change your life and you want to be the happiest person and really live every day knowing that you're going to do something that nobody else is, mm-hmm. do it. And and do it well. Kick ass and work hard. Your story really has gone full
0: circle. You, you applied to a job and you got a job because you were being a goofball and you were the Wizard of Oz. You have... Um, sold to so many people and you were a salesman you decided to take a risk and instead of staying in college um, here in the state of arizona you went to american university in washington dc Um, you're a big risk taker and you've never given up what what is your
1: goal i I really really want to impact someone in the real estate industry to the point where they go i wish i would have done this 10 years ago i wish i would have Changed and done this because this has helped me progress my business so much just because of your insight.
0: If you walk away with anything today, I want you to remember to do good and never let your dreams fall. Scott didn't. When he wasn't happy at his company, he left and he made a decision to create Perfect Dimensions. Huge thank you to Scott Lorsch for joining me today and really opening up about his experiences. The music in our podcast features Jacob Spike Krause. Make sure to check him out on Spotify and iTunes. Shout out to my brother for all the editing help. Until next time, I'm Matt Wall.